This is the Visceral's Podcast, episode 55. 55. Five. Um, Visceral's at gmail.com, uh, SoundCloud, etc., iTunes. Uh, five is my favorite number. Um, it's five, five. Five plus five equals ten. Uh, ooh, ten ooh. Is, they, oh, you keep can, going. Yeah. Keep going. One, one plus zero is one. One, one, oh. Base 10 numbering system. You know, there's a theory that we have, we use base 10 because we have 10, 10 fingers. And you 10 toes. 10 toes, yep. So it's easy to count, zero to nine. <laughs> oh, nine, 2009, when I started visceralist.com. Oh, see, it's all coming together. <laughs> oh, nice work. Yeah, nice. thank you. Uh, let's get right into my favorite segment, trifling in NYC. Um, I actually started the podcast or the website in 2008, so it didn't work. That didn't work at all. Um, mm. uh, you said you have a, a pr- very brief uh, personal space infringement you encountered. Do I have that right? Yes, you are correct. Would <laughs> uh, you like to file a claim with uh, the this board? <laughs> I would. I know how the Vistulist feels about personal space. Right. And... People, you know, and especially when someone is sweaty and oh, invading no. personal space. No, no, no. No, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was with a friend yesterday. Um, we were hanging out in Central Park. Um, nice. so, that, so that was nice. I haven't been to Central Park in a while. Um, side note, those raccoons, like uh, this temper signs were kind of scary. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, what raccoon just appara- yeah, so raccoon, yeah, it's like keep your dog on a leash. Um, uh, I think it's a dog and and raccoon disease. I don't know, certain animals can get it, but I think that all the so I don't know if you've been following the raccoon drama. This is a turn to long side note. Basically, there's big scary <laughs> signs raccoons have been dying in Central Park, <laughs> and so they've been trying to figure out. What? No, I missed. I mean, I typically don't follow Upper West or Upper East Side news generally. <laughs> Not interested. And I'm, mm-hmm. of course, it's some over some. They're getting all aggy about some raccoons. Of course, they are. But anyway, go ahead. So they've been finding a lot of dead raccoons, and they're trying to figure out why they've been dying. And they've been seeing raccoons um, demonstrating what some of the news reports um, describe as zombie behavior. <laughs> Okay. All right. This has Zombie been the Vistless Podcast, episode 55. Uh, I have to sign off and go take a nap. Can, there I are can... zombie raccoons in Central Park. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Do they mean like, rabid raccoons that are sort of stumbling around, maybe? Not quite. It's similar. It's a similar disease um, that has similar um, similar symptoms, but not the same. So when they tested, they all came up neg- the dead ones. They all came up negative for the rabies. So they're oh. trying to see what else it is, and they they think it's this distemper, did which they, is, I love did it. The, did the dead ones then come back to life after being tested? And no, like- uh, I think they chopped off their heads before they tested them, just to be safe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with Valerian Steel, probably. Of course. It's gotta be safe. <laughs> but anyway, they're basically these big signs 
big ass yellow signs, uh, raccoon and like whatever distemper, keep your dog on a leash, stay away from all raccoons. Okay. I didn't realize people were, were approaching raccoons and feeding them, but. Oh, I can see that. I guess I could. Oh, too. look at the little raccoon. It's like Rocky Raccoon. Is that, a, is that a thing? Rocky Raccoon? I don't know, but it could be. That might be a Wisconsin thing. Uh, mm. Never mind. All right. Anyway, so I saw those signs and that was scary. But so then we went to um, to have a bite to eat and, and a couple of drinks at Tavern on the Green. Oh. So we went, we went to that. We went to the outside part in the back, the more casual section. Thank you very much. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it was. I can't. Okay, this has been the best. Oh <laughs> man, I'm like imagining your face while you're doing your. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a dumbass face right it's now. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty bland, I guess. I don't know. Um. So wait, the raccoon? What? That wasn't the thing. There's other. There's more. No, that the raccoons. Those big old raccoon signs just disturbed me while we were walking through the park. Yeah, that, that and I thought I disturbed me too. That's crazy. Thought I had. I had no thought idea. I had to mention it. Yeah. So be on the lookout, man. Don't yeah. let them come close to you. Oh, I'm kicking raccoons. Timbaland. <laughs> kicking them. With your the U.S. Open is coming back. Yeah, have them flying through the air like tennis balls. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty what good. Can... <laughs> I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who wants to be a zombie? No. Anyway, so uh, we go to the outside bar, and it's pretty crowded, trying to find a seat. Um, eventually, we see that these ladies are have their bill. They're paying the bill. So we do the good old hover. You know, you know the mm-hmm. hover. They're mm-hmm. about that. And then mm-hmm. since I was with another lady, it was easier because she was like, oh, you guys leaving. You know, they feel comfortable. Uh, when they feel yeah. comfortable talking. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys can have a, you can have the seats. Mm-hmm. Oh, great, great. Mm-hmm. Smart. That's good. good New York tip. <laughs> yep. So this, this um, it was one of those high top tables that had two, two stools, right? And it was right. fairly close to the bar. So there was space. One was like facing out. Like by the walkway, that's where I was sitting. The other one was closer to the bar, so you would sit there and be essentially next to the bar. But mm-hmm. there was space for someone to walk back and forth, like if you really wanted to. But there's not, you can't go anywhere because there was a pillar on one side and it was just out on the other. So maybe you went up there to order a drink and then you like walk away, you get your drink and walk away. There's, mm-hmm. there's space for that. But it's not comfortable if somebody's standing there, right? Mm-hmm. So there was this other dude on the side, and this we're on this side of the bar, the open part where people go, where like the bus boys are going in and out. When anything happens, if you have to leave the bar, because it's one of those like square bars that goes all the way around. But this is where the opening is, mm-hmm. and that's like yeah, where the like drink station the is. Bar. Yep. Right. So initially, he was over there by where the drink station is, where the bartenders will make all the drinks and set them there. And then the waiters come and take them. And so they told him he couldn't stand over there because mm-hmm. he was obviously in the way. But I did notice that they referred to him by name. They knew him. So I was like, oh, he's a regular. It's like, all right, I guess they're like David or something. So then my friend had gone to the bathroom. And so it wasn't as crowded by me, but her purse was on her stool. So nobody, you know, no brolos would think about sitting there taking it. Mm, and yep. then... This guy comes up and stands in that little that little area. He has mm. he has a glass of water and what looks like 
grape juice, but I think it's sangria. I think he's actually drinking sangria. Okay. Um, and I see his back is sweating. Because he's sweating through his shirt. Um, and it looks like he, he's, he's an older gentleman. And, and it looks like at first he was trying to sit down on the stool. Right? He like crept up there with his back to me. And then like sort of backed up a little bit. And then started bending down. I was like, am I going to have to talk to this old man? Like, he can't the, sit there. Well, the bag was on the chair. Her bag was on exactly. the chair. Exactly. Yeah. He's still trying to just sit he on the just, edge. He was going to put, yeah, he was going to try to edge it and put like, you know, half a bun on there and just sort of rest. <laughs> I get, yeah, okay. In a crowded bar, uh, I guess you can get half a bun on there. It's better than nothing. Right. Nothing. Like, so you know, I was like, oh, man. So I was getting, that was like stressing me out. It's like, man, I don't want to have to talk to this guy. Like, uh, he might cause a scene with all these people around. Mm, and like, he knows them there. Right, and he already so, knows them. She's yeah. in the bathroom, and I know if, if she came back, like she's the type of person, if she came back and this fool had half a bun on his her seat, <laughs> it was going to be a problem. It was going to be a problem. So it's like, it's I'm fun, like, man, man, if he puts that half a bun, I'm going to have to talk to him before <laughs> she does because I don't want it. I yeah. don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> but then he changed his mind. He, he like started to, but then he didn't. So then he just stood up. He stayed standing and just leaned heavily onto the bar. I was like, okay, just stay yeah. there. Like for now, whatever. So she comes back from the bathroom and she's looking at him. Then she looks at me like, you allowed this to happen? Like I was, I was like, look, look. <laughs> allowed what? He didn't do it. Him to squeeze, him, yeah, him to squeeze up in there. And she's like, still he got no. Right, like he got no. Right, he's still in the gap. So when she comes, yeah. it's quite tight mm. because without without her sitting there, it was all right. But then now she's gonna be there. You're gonna get all that extra body heat now between the two of them. Yeah. And so, so she's like, she looks at me. And she's like, people got no respect for personal space around here. I was like. Correct. Like, right. I was like, you, we can switch spots. She's like, no, I'm not switching spots with you. She's like, if he touches me with his sweaty body, you know I'm going to say something, right? You know I'm going to say something. Like, we can just switch seats. We can just switch. We can just switch <laughs> She's like, it wouldn't be that bad if he wasn't all sweaty, you know? And even yeah. though he, he can definitely hear, unless he's like old oh, and he's not paying attention. There's no way he couldn't hear unless, oh unless he was. <laughs> oh, no. His sweaty body. I was like, no, it's all right. It's all right. So she's looking uncomfortable. Basically, it ended up okay because nothing, nothing happened. After a while, I think he felt the uncomfortability. He moved a couple times, like bumped into her stool. Mm -hmm. She was looking at me. Her, his sweaty body touched her once. And she was like, oh. one more touch. One more touch. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the first touch is the, the warning. The warning right, right, but then Sweaty he moved touch. out. Oh, no, I would no, I wouldn't even give the warning in the first. I, I would have to preempt the whole thing. Like you would have said something when you came back from yeah, the bathroom. Like, could you right. just give us like a like like six inches here? Pause. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I'm not definitely editing that. Mm, um, mm. <laughs> no, but could you give us just a little room? Like this is really. He shouldn't be there. You can't. You can, no, no, right. no, no, no. He I'm shouldn't be there. there. He should he only be there if he's ordering something. You pay. You order. You get your stuff, and you get out. It's not a place where you're sitting. Where you're chilling out. That's not your yeah. spot. I might just kind of like if, if I were, I'd come back, 
just kind of hang by the seat, looking and kind of looking at him until he subbed. <laughs> you would have been, you have been looking at him, looking at the seat. Like I'm not sitting down until he's, you know, going about his 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 way, going about his business mm. properly, with the proper respect. That's right. He didn't even say anything, you know. He could have been like, "Oh, excuse me, sorry." Or, or well, I will say that is sort of like that's a good sort of. A, like a decent sort of New York way of, of getting someone back when they're doing that is is talking about them as if they're not there, right? But in, but in a tone where they can definitely hear you, <laughs> like that. I feel like that would happen at like I don't know, like at a sporting event maybe if someone is like sitting in front of you and like oh well this was mentioned on the Dan Lovatard show this week like if like someone has really long hair is sitting in front of you and like kind of waving her hair around in a way that it's smacks against like your your legs or your maybe even your face if it's long enough oh like sort of i mean it is passive aggressive but you know calling it out in that way like i don't know because you can't you can't really say i mean it's it is a bit of a leap to be like hey stop this yeah, it's that's true. Oh, I got a good, real quick one about hair, though. That's good. Mm-hmm. I was on a flight, and the guy next to me, there was a woman sitting in front of him. You know, we had our in-flight entertainment going, mm-hmm. and she was doing something with her hair, and she flipped it back. It came over the seat, covered mm-hmm. up his whole screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did he do? He turned and looked at me. We looked at each other. And we both started laughing. <laughs> what? She put her hair over the seat and it. Yeah. Was and it covered, it covered his entire the screen. screen. Wow. And he had. No, he had like a hat or something. He managed to move the hair. He like. He. I don't even remember what exactly he was doing. He had like his hat. He didn't want to touch the hair. I could see that. I could tell he was like, no, 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 I'm not touching it. But he had. He took off hmm. his hat and like brushed the hair and like sort of flipped it back over without completely disturbing hair. But I don't know how she didn't feel him like brushing, <laughs> brushing all his hair. Like the hair like then like flips over, falls back in front of her face. She's like, hmm? <laughs> he, started, he started moving it. I think he moved it enough that she noticed something. Or maybe she was like, oh, and she adjusted it again. And okay. she took him all the way back. But he had like cleared like a little viewing space so he could see his screen, but he hadn't like completely flipped it all the way. But then she did adjust uh-huh. it and it came back over. But yeah, I, I don't know. I probably would have done the tap. I mean, like, excuse me. I probably would have done a tap. He was sitting, okay. he had the aisle seat, so he could have like looked around yeah. and talked to her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hmm. weird. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Some people just don't have this concept of like that their action may I, I don't know, like I can't be I typically won't be too harsh about that because they're not doing it intentionally usually right. but, but to also like not have it seems like there's something missing in their their soul that they don't have mm. they don't have this conception that like something they're doing might be affecting other people I don't know I'm probably going a little overboard with that but yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're right. People just people just don't, not thinking about other people. No consideration. Yeah. I don't know if if, if I don't know that falls under the same category as lack of empathy. But um, yeah, I was thinking that too. I don't know. Or just a just a general obliviousness. I mean, if it's an older man, 
I could kind of give him a pass because of that. But this mm. hair example, I mean, that's pretty egregious. Yeah. To have like but no, I think, she, I think she was playing. just right. I think she was just completely oblivious. I don't know how she was oblivious that it was flipping over. I mean, because she was watching her shit. So uh, <laughs> she's laughing that really loud. <laughs> oh yes. Oh Theo. You listen to your dad. Come on. I don't know why she'd be watching the Cosby show. Uh, yeah. still on, on, on any TV channel these days, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Um Okay. So I, I have potentially have two. Let's see how long this first one takes me. So um this is, involves a junk food uh, provider, uh, a sell retailer called uh, Burger King. Uh, it's in my neighborhood, and I went there. I was I was going out for the night, but I haven't I hadn't eaten any dinner, and I was kind of in a rush. And I was going down by where the, the Burger King is on Delancey Street, and I was like, okay, let me just pick pick some up here really quick. I can sort of scarf this down while. Um, while I'm going to the next place. So ah. I go there. At first, the plan was to get just like, just really just a basic cheeseburger. Just really super basic. But then like, they have some kind of like dollar menu that has like the basic burger on it. And that part of the menu board was um, just not working because it's all like screens now, like video screens. So it just wasn't working. So like literally all I could see on the menu was the value meal stuff which is all crazy expense like eight dollars for a burger so i'm not doing that eight dollars what i don't know it seems like all these burgers are <sighs> like they start at like seven dollars and go up so i was like wow these are all really big they're gonna take forever to make and then i look over to the side and they have a special you get two they have three different sandwiches this is chicken sandwich a spicy chicken sandwich or a whopper you can mix and match you can get two for six dollars so I'm oh, like, okay. this, this is cheaper than like the regular sandwich on the, like, like, cause again, I'm not able to see the dollar menu. I could have just asked for a regular cheeseburger. They would have been like $2 or whatever, but I was like, okay, now this, this two for six. All right. So I got that. I go up, I get the spicy and the Whopper. And I guess the guy knows me there. Cause he asked, do, do you want, do you want cheese on them? <laughs> Because none, none, none of these sandwiches come with cheese. So, and, if, and yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think he's a manager dude there and he definitely has something there. And actually, now that I think about it, I got into a little bit of an incident there that I don't want to discuss. And mm. he, he was there. It involved, yeah, that was, that was, no, I can't say that. Fuck. I'm sorry, listeners. It was a little too dicey. Um, nothing terrible, but uh, there's a reason for this guy to remember me. Um, in any case, he was cool, <laughs> got the burgers with cheese. And I, I was like, well, these are a little bit bigger than a, than a walk and eat burger. So I actually sat down there. I ate the chicken one. I pulled them out. I was like, oh my God, these are really big. They felt heavy in my hand. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, damn, this is, a little, <clears throat> this is way too much. Uh, but I was like, well, I bought them. So I got it. So I started eating the chicken one and then um there's this uh this guy comes in i believe probably homeless um just came up to me and asked uh for change straight to you uh no he was going around asking everybody 
Oh, and you um, saw him heading your way. Did you start eating faster? No, no, no. It wasn't like that. Uh, I was like, <laughs> you know, I just say, you know, I didn't have any. And I actually literally didn't have any change. I just paid with a credit card. I did, didn't happen to have any money on me. Uh, so I was like, no, sorry. And then and he walks away <clears throat> and he leaves. But then I'm like, like, immediately after I'm like looking at, I was like, oh, shit, I don't, I don't need to eat this whole other burger after this huge chicken sandwich with cheese. So I'm like, oh shit! I should have offered, I should have offered him the Whopper, right? Uh, so, oh, okay, that's nice of you. Yeah. So I felt, uh, yeah, I felt like okay, but I'm like thinking about this as I'm eating the chicken, and like he's already left, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit! I don't, I'm not. Maybe he'll, he's just hanging around this area. So let me finish my chicken, and then I'll go out, and he'll probably be around here, and so, uh, and I can just give him the Whopper. Uh, so I finish. Maybe it took me another, like another two minutes. This was really big, and like I, I was like, "There's no way I should eat this Whopper too, because I'm gonna fall asleep at the place I'm going if I eat both of these. I'm gonna get that itis." So, so <clears throat> anyway, I leave, and as I go out, there's actually two homeless people who are just sitting on the street outside of the the Burger King. This Burger King is next mm. to 7-Eleven too. And they're just sitting there and they're like, do you have a change? Not, like, the no, one that you, not the one that you saw. Sorry, different one. Different one. But like the one I saw looked like he was in pretty bad shape. <clears throat> okay. Um, and this, I mean, this has like become a growing issue. I've, I've noticed in, at least in my neighborhood, like there's just more um, people who are homeless who are just out. And, you know, it's really it's a problem in New York, problem throughout the country. Um, uh, but in any case, um, and I've seen these people before, like, cause they tend to hang out near the same, same, t- uh, places. So, um, so I was like, shit, I, like, I, I couldn't, I was looking around, I couldn't see the guy, my guy from earlier. So I was like, shit, I should just give this to, to one of these people. They're, cause they're like right here. I was like, no, I want to find this guy. Cause I, again, I felt bad that he specifically asked me, I specifically told him no. Right, uh, so, and I was fair. like, okay, he's probably around here somewhere. So I was like, let me try to think like where he might go. Like if you go west down to Lancy, there it gets, starts getting more crowded. Maybe there's more opportunity to to just ask just more people around. So I thought he might have gone there. So I went down to Lancy to Essex. Didn't see him. I was looking all over for him, um, and I did a little bit of a loop. Walked down to Lancy, I walked up Orchard and then east on Rivington. And I was like, like, okay, I can't do this all night. If I don't find him, then I'll just, you know, maybe there'll be another uh, person I can give this to. Um, And and I got to head towards my place anyway, because I was like, I was late at this point. Um, And so I walk east on Rivington and sure enough, on Rivington and Essex, I see him. And good work. All yeah. right. All right. So he's so he's right. So I'm on uh, like I had to cross the street and so I had to wait for the light to cross the street. And as I'm like literally as I'm crossing the street approaching them, he comes up to this group of people. There's like a group of maybe three women who are just kind of standing around, and he goes up to them super aggressively. Mm. And he's like I don't know, like, so I could, so at this point, I, like, I actually kind of paused, because I didn't, 
like he was already in a conversation with them and he's like he was like i think they were tour they looked like they were sort of tourists because they were kind of looking around they didn't know what to do and he was pressing them real hard like like you know come on you got something in there like oh because they had their, their bag out and like he's like come on come on you got like he was being super aggressive like borderline like like I, he wasn't like reaching in their bag but he was looking he's like oh i see a five in there like like what come on i can take that too and they're like uh uh so that that was a completely different scene and that threw me off a bit and i'm like on some level i'm like you know he's being really aggressive to these people um but on the other level i was like well he's getting money from them so <laughs> so he's i mean he's He's okay, and coincidentally, there was another homeless person who was like middle down the block. I could see, and I could see him, and he looked even worse, like in worse shape. Um, and he was yeah. ask, asking for money, and he had like a cup or whatever. And like he, he was kind of like, like he had like skin, skin issues, and so I was just like, you know what? I just walk up to him, the second dude. I'm like, hey, I have a bur- like burger. I haven't touched it. Do you do you just want a like a burger, cheeseburger? He's like, oh yeah, 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 great. This is great. Thank you. Oh man, did the first guy see you? No, the first guy. First guy, I was able. He was so invested in the the conversation he was in, he didn't notice me at all. Okay. Um, so even though this guy was like, I don't know, maybe ten feet away, maybe fifteen, twenty feet, um, no, he didn't notice. So gave it to somebody. And I went, went about my business. So, thoughts? Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I thought the first guy was going to see you. He might fucked you up if he thought you gave <laughs> that guy something. Uh, I doubt he would have even remembered me from the Burger King. But, uh, you know, I was, and I don't, I don't mean this to be like, I know we do humor primarily here. I don't mean this to be funny. This is just sort of strictly like an odd New York event thing where like I'm sort of, I'm trying to track down a, a homeless person to give him food, and and in in so doing, pass by like several other homeless people who probably would have appreciated it. I mean, like <laughs> sad commentary You're on like, the state of our no, nation, but not you, not you. Oh, there he no. is. I didn't say no, not for you. In your mind, no, not for you. I'm saying not you. You're looking yeah. at people, be like, no, that's not him. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, that's not him. No, I, I get it. I get it. But did you change your mind? So when you saw him acting I, aggressive, you, yes. you were like, ah. That man. changed my mind. That and the fact that he was getting money from them changed my mind about giving it to him or offering okay. it Okay. Yeah. Well, do you think he's together with the other guy? Uh, No. No. No affiliation? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't have any reason but anyway it worked out like uh, you know the guy was pretty i did give it to was pretty grateful so see that's good it ended up being a positive and then now yeah. you know you can't order two of those that's two yeah two. that's so that's positive for me it's positive yeah that i didn't eat both of those because i i think i would have if this guy hadn't approached me in the first place oh okay yeah. like this was the sandwich is so big it's too much it's all junk too it's like the bread has sugar in it <laughs> I think the, oh, the onions on it probably have like sugar in it somehow. Like, uh, they do taste good though. They taste so good. Um, anyway, let, let me do my second one, which is more of a traditional trifling in NYC story. Um, <clears throat> so I was at, oh, shut up. 
I guess I can say this bar name. I was at Welcome to the Johnsons recently. Um, and I was just, I was just kind of there killing time. Like I had just like a time to kill. And I was like, let me, I don't know. I, I wanted, I felt like I had been pretty productive that week. And I just wanted to do something completely unproductive. Oh, okay. So I was at this bar called Welcome to the Johnsons, which uh, <clears throat> it has uh, $2 cans of uh, PBR beer. Um, pretty good deal for this for the Lower East Side. Um, and so I was just there, and it was just me and the bartender, uh, this young lady bar, bar, uh, bartender, and... Uh, a fella, a, a fellow my age, roughly, who was there, who was just like kind of like talking, and then an older dude who I guess is a regular, and that was it. So I sat down and I was like, uh, "Gonna get PBR." I realized I only had a credit card on me, and they're they're like, "Oh yeah, twenty dollar minimum." Nice. I was like, "Oh man, twenty dollars with a PBR? I can't definitely can't do that." So I um, <laughs> so I actually offered to get PBRs for the other two guys. Oh, like, oh yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, I gotta hit this minimum, right? Minimum. So anyway, I I start the ch- the one guy was being really chatty, like the younger guy, and he was like, he was like pulling up photos on his phone of just weird stuff from Instagram. Like he pulled up like a picture. Someone had carved a watermelon into the image of uh, the Night King from Game of Thrones. Wow. Into just yeah, they just carved it into like one watermelon. It was random. It looked really good though. You can probably huh. Google that. Um, and he was just, like chatting, and then he started like I don't know. He was just like, kind of talking a lot, like it, to the point where like it was a little weird. But then oh, too much, too much conversation. Too much. But I was like, look, I was there by myself. It's better than like staring at the wall. So. I was kind of like eavesdropping, and then I was like, "Oh, you a fan of Game of Thrones?" And he's like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "Oh, okay, great." So like, I'll talk about Game of Thrones with anybody at any point in time. So we were chatting. He was pretty knowledgeable about the books and the TV show, so it was good. And um, uh, I will say, I was was I trying to get the attention of the bartender because. She was a really attractive young lady. Maybe. Huh. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But, you know, it's a bar. To, it's a, this is a bar I go to regularly. I don't want to piss anybody off either or be awkward. So, anyway, I was just kind of enjoying the whatever, the Game of Thrones conversation. Anyway, at some point, the younger guy leaves. And um, I go to the restroom and I come back and it's just... The bartender and the older guy who they're chatting like they know each other he's a regular and i overhear them talking about like like trump or politics and so or something to that effect and th- i'm like oh basically the guy is relating a story it's like man like i don't want to talk about politics it's saturday afternoon I just want to chill. Like, that's basically what it was saying. Like, I guess some, I got the impression that someone had been asking him about politics and he didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and so, and the bartender was agreeing with him. And so I'm like, and then they, he says something else to where it's like, I asked the guy, it was like, wait, are you talking about the guy who was just here? 
he was asking Uh-oh. me about politics and he was like yeah yeah like he came in and then the bartender's like she gets in it's like yeah this guy would not shut up and then they start telling me about like this guy like before i got there like apparently like he was there when she like the bartender opened the grate of the bar <laughs> just waiting <laughs> and apparently i guess the regular must have been too like because he was like he was like it's like, yeah. And so the bartender was complaining because, like, she's like, I had a lot of stuff to do when I open. I can't really be chatting with people. And then the other guy was like, this guy just went straight in on politics. And, like, <laughs> and, like I told him, like, I don't want to do this. Like, it's a chill. I'm just trying to relax, man. And so I'm like, really? That, like, I was surprised that it was, like, the same guy who yeah. I had a fairly pleasant Game of Thrones conversation with. Okay. <laughs> So, but he had left at this. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, as this is going on, I have to say, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life walked in. And so immediately I'm like, okay, she must know the bartender because there's no way you just come into like this kind of grungy ass bar. Like, this was, she was really, I think she was wearing like workout gear too. Like, but she hadn't, she wasn't sweaty or anything. Like, but I was, I was stunned. Um, And so she starts talking to the bartender. They do know each other. And mm. and so I'm like, okay. And she sat like right next to me, basically. Um, and so, and so the, and now this gets, I'm finally getting to the, the trifling part, right? So they all knew each other. The old guy, the bartender, and uh, the young lady um, who I want to say, like, do you know that this like the the indian uh like bollywood actress um who's on like i think she's on quantico or something oh okay i know who you're talking about imagine a combination of her and like penelope cruz like something like oh she was crazy like those it was Mm. crazy i almost i think i fainted um so I get a, as soon as she walked in as soon as she walked in i saw a white light and then the next thing i know i'm sort of stumbling to the ground and i was able to catch myself but anyway um so again here's the try i'm really talking around this and this isn't going to be that interesting once we get, i get to the payoff so uh, I, 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 I was, I'm expecting big things right now. Oh shit. Oh shit. Um, so I went to the restroom, like we were like, basically so they were chatting all together and they were really decisively not letting me into the conversation. Like, you know, when you're at a bar by yourself and you kind of like, you're near a conversation. Kind of like, I was looking over at them. I had talked with them earlier about their complaints about the guy, the other guy. But they like were not giving me any kind of an in into their conversation. That I, I was I was just looking at them, and I was kind of la- I was laughing like when they were laughing. And, oh my! And I was following the story, and like she was like, oh boy, the, the, woman, the woman who came in was complaining that like some person, some other person who's apparently a regular at the bar, but I guess got banned recently uh, for just being rude to everybody had come up and said, made some really rude comment about the guy she's dating. And everyone was sort of like, Oh yeah, that's so-and-so. And, you know, and like, but again, like I, I was like, I was like, I wasn't saying anything. Cause I was looking, kind of looking for, like, I was looking for them to at some point, just look over at me just to acknowledge me. <laughs> and 
<laughs> they didn't. None of them did. None of the three of them did. This was crazy. Like I could, I couldn't get my way in there at all. At no end. Damn. So I, I, um, I go to the restroom because now I've broken the seal. I come back and there's a, there's a, some dude there, some new dude. Oh, okay. And so he comes <laughs> like, I mean, this is a pretty typical New York afternoon type story, but, um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of just mildly weird. Anyway, he had a splint on his middle finger on his right hand. And he was, <laughs> so he was telling the story of how he got that. And it was a real, to everyone, um, to everyone. Cause, oh, cause he knew them all too. Like they were, oh, they okay. all knew each other. They're all regulars. And this was one of the dumbest stories I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not even like, I, I heard it correctly. And I, now with him, he was looking over at me and he was, cause I was like, I think I, okay, here's his story. He was, he was taking his pants off. He was undoing his pants and the button on his pant, the button above the zipper, you know, okay, fell off. So as it's falling to the ground, he goes to try to catch it. And as he does that, he bangs his middle finger into his kneecap so hard that he like broke his finger. Wow. That sounds it's completely unrealistic. It sounds impossible. <laughs> I mean, look, what? yeah, it it sounds stupid as hell, but really, I, that's what that was the story. And I was like, see, I was asking him questions to try to get in on in on the conversation too. Like he was going right. yeah. in into the main group conversation, and so I was like, oh, okay. And then he was he was with it. And he, I was in there, but then he's like, ah, oh, shit, I got to go. I'm actually just stopped by on my way to the gym. Um, I think I even offered, I offered him a PBR, too. I was like, oh, I got I to gotta hit this minimum. He's like, no, 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 I, I got to go to the gym. Stopping in. And so he left, and then it went back to, like, being frozen out completely in this conversation. And at some point, they were talking about uh, hanging out at some, some place, and I didn't catch where. And I asked, I finally uh, made my move, and I was like, Oh, uh, where are you talking about? That sounds familiar. And they're like, "Oh, two A," which is a bar uh, in the East Village. So they just said, "Oh, two A," and then they went. Oh, so they let you in with that. Well, the bartender turned to me, no, and said two A, and then she turned right back and mm. froze me out for like the the next like five five minutes, five ten minutes. I got no, I got nothing. I was frozen. Wow. Frozen out. They and, just didn't want to talk to you yeah oh yeah oh yeah that was very clear it's all right man sometimes that happens it was i mean it doesn't have yeah sometimes it happens but usually i can i can work my way in like i'm pretty good at that usually it's odd that they wouldn't let you work your way in yeah they, they just... gave me no opening <laughs> not at all even with their guy he was friendly but then as soon as he left like no no no, no. Mm -hmm. he was mm -mm. supposed to be my end but no you're like, no, you don't have to work out. Just stay, just stay. Don't work out. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. No, no, no. Just, just give your liver a workout, huh? Huh? You don't want to pee What do you want? Okay, what do you want? Uh, anything. I'm only at like eight. I'm only at eight dollars. So, right. like, you can literally get whatever. If they have like, you like scotch. You like scotch. <laughs> whatever you're looking for, man. Just let me know. Let me know. Just let me in. 
Oh, that so, sucks. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it's at least got this story out of it, out of the experience. So true. All right. Well, we can move on. Um, so we're gonna try a couple new segments, listeners. Uh, just to see how it goes. Uh, this is, will be the podcast critique segment. Um, maybe the shots fired segment. I don't know. We're still workshopping the name. Uh, but, you know, I think we, you and I both listen to a lot of different podcasts on different subjects. You know, sometimes I, I, I catch little moments that make me think about, I don't know, ideas to incorporate or improve uh, our, our podcast, um, and so forth. But sometimes I come across a podcast where I, I think they have made an egregious mistake and, uh, they do something I, I don't think I would ever do. Uh, I don't think you would ever do on, on this show. And I have came up with an example. This so the podcast critique is of a podcast called, uh, and I'm, I'm naming names. Oh, we're naming names. Yeah, I didn't know this was going to happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so the podcast, well, I actually am not naming names of the people on the podcast cause I just don't know. And I didn't, I don't know them. I didn't bother to write them down, but, um, the podcast is called Collider Movie Talk, uh, which I actually do enjoy, um, for the most part. I, I listen to it because they're, they're really good about getting up to the minute details on, uh, news on comic book movies and just move. They talk about movies in general, but they definitely talk any comic book movie news that comes across they're on top of it and so they had a segment on a recent episode uh about they were talking about the new venom movie um and they have a listener mailbag section where people can write in or, or tweet at them just general questions about the movies and they'll answer some of them and they took a question from a guy, and this is actually the title of the episode that I'm talking about. And it is essentially like, what if Andrew Garfield uh, showed up in the Venom movie? It was like a cameo, right? So Andrew Garfield played Spider-Man uh, in the, the... So there's three iterations of Spider-Man movies, right? So there's Tobey Maguire series. There's Andrew Garfield series. There's only two of those. And then they rebooted it. They have Tom Holland, who's involved in the Mar Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And Oh, yeah, that's his name. I couldn't remember the guy's name. Yeah. So, and there's, there's I don't know all the details on this, but there's separation because there's the Marvel series of movies, but then Sony Pictures has the rights to Spider-Man and Spider-Man uh, affiliate characters like Venom. Um but they can't really use, I, and I, this is just from news reports that I'm hearing this, like they, they're not able to use Spider-Man, the Tom Holland Spider-Man in the Venom movie. So I don't know. It's just the, the idea was like have Andrew Garfield show up, I guess, as Spider-Man so that it would be linked to that Spider-Universe as opposed to, you know, the Avengers type universe. I don't know. Is it's that? Just, I don't. Yeah. I. I mean. I sort of understood it. I was the. The question was a little confusing to me, but mm -hmm. the response was the more confusing part. Yeah. So 
look, it's just an invent. Like, it's a sort of off-kilter, weird idea, and it's just a light question on a podcast, right? But what I was disappointed by and, and mildly upset by is is one of the guys on the show. Again, I don't have the names. There's three hosts. Um, but his response, and I, I'm quoting now, um, from this guy, he said, this is one of the worst mailbag questions I've heard in a long time. Uh, he then said, I'm as much Spider-Man as Andrew Garfield. Uh, and then he, he said it was stupid. He called the question stupid. And he said, if I was an exec and someone pitched this to me, I would have them escorted from the premises. Um, and I tell their agent, I would try to get their agent fired for even setting up the movie. Now, <laughs> that last part felt in tone like um, he hyperbole, but I do think he meant the other stuff about it being, you know, stupid. He's called it stupid. He said it's stupid. And my concern here is that, like, how, like, you should be so lucky that people even care about your podcast enough to write in with, with questions and to shut them down, like, so aggressively. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I could have been that that person who wrote in with the question. Like, that's I think that's what like <laughs> something I, you would like, have said. Yeah, like just a sort of weird like thing just to consider because it's kind of sort of interesting to consider like weird off the cuff ideas. Like, look, this movie, Venom movie, doesn't come out for another few months. The next Avengers is like another year. You're on a podcast that I assume you're getting paid for to talk about movie stuff, like. And you chose to, to you chose this question. You probably get hundreds of questions. You chose this one, and you like just gonna shit all over this guy. Mm. You know? Yeah, I I feel very similar. I think if you're gonna take the time to answer a question, like you said, they could have just not had that question. But don't be rude to answer. Like it was so. <clears throat> I guess what are, what are we saying? Like dismissive and disrespectful mm -hmm. like just you know eh, you think it's a dumb idea be like uh he could have done it in a different way if he really was that offended yeah. by that question yeah i mean I, I was confused by the question and i thought it was a strange question i guess maybe not i don't know i'm not that well versed in spider-man stuff right. but um i don't think it deserved the type of response that that he gave it <laughs> definitely not it's no it wasn't question. like it was like what if they had barack obama playing spider-man <laughs> you know like something completely like off the wall yeah. <laughs> what if they somehow trained a spider to 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 or a team of spiders who could actually form together to create the like a like a body like a human-sized body put a costume on that and then you have like a real Spider-Man, yo. What about that? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Think about that. Think about answer me. Answer me. No, it's not like yeah. You're right. It's not that off the wall. And he, the guy, just said, "What if Andrew Garfield shows up as a cameo?" Okay, right. And that would have been perfectly fine. Just showing the little wink, wink. Yeah. To the people that know, it's like, oh, and okay. So the in the in the podcast episode, so the short, so they go they, like the other two hosts weren't totally down with this guy's level of, of vitriol towards this question. Um, but one of them said, it was talking about, they mentioned the movie Life, um, which was a movie that came out like two years ago. It's yeah. about like a, do you remember the, I'm not sure if you remember this, it's like a, a, I think Ryan Reynolds is in it and it's a bunch of people on a space station 
and some alien life force. I do. I liked it a lot. I just just recently saw it because I think it came on oh, one it. of the one of the things. It was on TV, so I was able to mm-hmm. see it because I didn't see it in the movie theaters. Like maybe right. a few months ago, I saw it. I liked it. Yeah. So when that movie came out in the press, it was sort of like it was like a, just a fanboy rumor, you know. Maybe you know on sort of on on par with. Well, yeah, it is on par. This is why they brought it up in the podcast episode. So there was a rumor that this was sort of a backdoor prequel to the Venom movie because the alien in life seems so seems so similar to like the Venom symbiote. You know, Venom is an alien symbiote that attaches to the body of a people, right? Of a host. Right. So I, I haven't seen the movie. Um, I know the basic outline, but um, it turned out it was it wasn't a Venom prequel at all. Like the, but that would have been cool. I guess for like a, a movie studio to do this, like sort of surprise everybody by like surprise. This is actually how Venom got started or came to Earth. Um. So anyway, one of the co-hosts of the podcast brought that up because she's like, "Look, it didn't happen, but it is kind of fun to consider that." Yeah. This sort of thing. Like it's fun, and like you're you're all movie lovers. You're on a podcast to talk about movies, and you take questions from the audience. Like to just like call, like you straight up called this guy's question stupid. He didn't call the person stupid, but he called his question stupid, and he said it's one of the worst that he's ever received. Like damn, like imagine like imagine you're listening to the podcast and you're like, like you you, st- you hear your question being read, or you even so you're use- excited. So you're probably excited. You're like, oh shit, that's my question. And actually, they used his question as the title of this particular episode. So you're probably even more excited because you like, you know, you you pull up your iTunes, you subscribe to it, so it automatically downloads. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's the question I asked. I wonder if they used it. Oh, they did use it. Oh, this is great. Oh, well, let me listen to their their, Mm. like thoughtful response to this question that I submitted because I'm a big no. fan of the show. No, you're not a fan of the show. <laughs> and then it, you hit that that Price is Right music. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> like that. And you're like, all your life force drains out of your soul. Uh, yeah, I would stop listening. Absolutely. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, look, I'm clearly pretty upset about this. I And I didn't even, you know, I didn't write it in the question. And I don't listen to every episode. I sort of check in if they, if the topic's going to be about something I'm interested in, like a movie series I'm interested in. Yeah. But my overall thing here is like, it's, it's, your listeners are your customers. It's not usually a good idea to call your customers stupid, even if you think that you don't have to say that. General practice. Yeah. Yeah, sort of messed up, but I don't know. You had me listening to that podcast um, <laughs> yeah. just because I was trying to find these questions and <laughs> the times were sort of weird. But then the more I listened, like that guy's kind of a dick in general. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, there was an, uh, yeah, I, I, there was another episode uh, that I was listening to. And I think I may have just sent you the wrong episode, but they were talking about um which so now danny boyle has dropped out of um the james bond movie uh and there's a lot of questions about who's going to take over and so they had a segment where they were talking about just kind of throwing around ideas of what directors could take over and someone said i think someone said christopher nolan um might do it or he'd be cool uh and i think he's always wanted to do a bond movie i think he said that in the press and I mean, that seems like a no brainer for me. Like, right. 
Um, and but this guy was like, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. He was just like he was given coming up with all these reasons why the, his co-host suggestions wouldn't work. And eventually one of the guys, the co-host, is like, okay, you want to just shut down all our ideas? Why don't you pitch an idea? You haven't pitched an idea. You're just shutting down our ideas. And maybe it's and, – and then his response was to like sort of deflect and, like, didn't move on. He didn't even pitch anything. Uh-huh. And I guess – I think this might come from, like, my improv training, which is, like – or just general like, – improv really highlights it, and that's why I'm, I'm bringing it up. But the whole thing about yes and. Like it's really, when, you, when you're working in a collaborative sort of um, project, creative project, shutting down ideas like that is just, it's not good. It's not good practice. You say yes and to everything, no matter what, because you build that way. That's how you build. And it's going to lead to some awkward things probably, uh, but it's more important the, the potential of creating something valuable is is that you get from yes and as opposed to saying no or no but uh, is, is makes it worth it makes the awkwardness and maybe fine bad ideas fine but it's still worth it to yes and everything so hmm. I like the let yes and yeah. um, okay um, so let's move along to our next demo segment um, See oh wait! You know what I was thinking too. Maybe that guy just really doesn't like Andrew Garfield. Oh, interesting. You know, maybe he has a problem with Andrew Garfield. Could be. Yeah. So I see. Yeah, he. It could be that he just re- was really disappointed by the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, and so he just the thought of him. Wait, being there were movies. Involved. He was in more than one. Yeah, yeah he was in two. I, I'm completely lost on the Spider-Man series. (laughs) You got to pay more attention to Spider-Man. Yeah. There's been a lot of Spider-Man movies, huh? I mean, shit, yes. And all this this century, too, because the first one was released in 2002. So there's been one, two, three, four, five. It's been six Spider-Man movies in the last 18 years. That's one every three years, basically. And that's not even counting the Avengers and Civil War and oh man, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Didn't realize that. Okay, okay. So yeah, maybe it was just his distaste for for Andrew Garfield. It could be. I don't know, but it does seem like a pattern with this guy. Um. So, uh, let's. So that you know, we'll see how that that segment goes over. Um, let's try another demo segment although do you want to are we gonna get to have you been watching insecure we do a quick i have been why don't we do a quick quick one of that what is it two episodes or three is it two or three it's only been two at this point okay um last episode was at the club Issa went to the club with daniel now we've never talked about insecure on on this podcast uh are, are you generally a fan I'm generally a fan of Insecure, yeah. I mean, it has its moments, but overall, overall, I'm a fan. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was definitely late to the party on the, on that show. I think it was like last season, like last season had ended before I watched any of it. Like I'd, I'd known about it, maybe caught an episode here or there, but like I actually did like a rewatch or a full watch. Oh, okay. Like this is season three now, right? Now we're in season three, right? And yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a fan. Uh, you know, I binged the, the first two seasons. Um, I'm in, enjoying the uh, this new season. Uh, seems good. Like, it's I really like the cinematography on the show. I think it, I don't know what kind of, kind of cameras they're using, but it's uh, it looks beautiful. Um, yeah, it really does. The Actually, writing, the writing is fantastic. Um, Writing's great. Acting is great. Um, I, actually, going back to the cinematography, they they do these. Um, they I, I'm guessing it's drones that they use to get these aerial shots of Los Angeles um, that they'll, mm. they'll cut to every now and then, just just in between scenes. Um, but, yeah, probably drones. That would be the cheapest way to get it, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It makes the city look pretty beautiful. I gotta say. I know. Like this is. Whenever I watch this, I'm like, maybe I should move to LA. Whenever I watch this show. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, like this last episode where Issa is sort of driving around the city, uh, or wait, was maybe that was the first episode of the new season, but because um, she's a Lyft driver um, to make some extra money. And anyway, yeah, you see some parts of the city that like make it look pretty cool. I don't think I could ever live there just because, specifically because of the driving around, like, you know, living yeah, in New York. Yeah, that's the part that would really turn me off. Yeah, like uh, I was in, well, I was in Wisconsin recently uh, for a family thing, and just like having to like drive, just get in a car and drive twenty minutes at least to get anything, like whether it be food or I don't know, like figure out a shampoo, like that is it just really annoys me because you know New York. I guess we're spoiled in New York. I could like literally right across the street for me is a place that I can get, you know, anything really. Um, hmm. Or the grocery store, like at street level of my apartment, like I can, you know, I want some nachos or some, Itali- <laughs> or some Italian ice. There you yeah, go. Go down there. Some OJ. Anyway, that's, that's my biggest issue. But anyway, I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on the season? Are you liking, there's no Lawrence. Lawrence is gone from the series for this season, apparently. Oh, so is he? Is, yep. Apparently, yeah, oh, they came out in the press. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. I like Lawrence a lot. Yeah. Um. So I guess he's done. I mean, it makes sense. You know, the completion of the relationship. Um. So he doesn't necessarily need to be in the show anymore. Hmm. They had they were together. Then there was the breakup. Then there was like the post breakup messiness, and then right. and then the, you know, I guess just everything is done. So it makes sense. But I like Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I so far this season I've sort of missed the um, other cast members. I guess I like I like the the more ensemble episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And this these these have been like a lot of just Issa and Molly or Issa and David or like, you know, I like her accountant friend. She always has some good jokes. Um, (laughs) She was there (laughs) briefly in this last one. Um, But I like it when they all get together and it just, it just hasn't happened yet, but it's been, um, it's been all right. The the work stuff has been really interesting to see Issa at work Mm. has been sort of, uh, Maybe like some of my best, my favorite scenes so far. At the nonprofit she works at, or yeah, at the nonprofit. Okay, where she works, how she just like got demoted to some desk duty, 
Um, and she's trying to do stuff, but this woman is just like completely shutting her down. And you can mm-hmm. tell that if, if it was coming from someone else, she'd probably be open to it. But Issa has just like fucked up everything so badly in the previous seasons mm-hmm. that now she doesn't want to hear anything from her, even though what she's saying is not necessarily wrong. It's just, just from what I was gathering, she's basically just reporting what she already heard, just reporting the feedback from their customers and former customers, their community partners. And right. that woman's not interested if it's coming from Issa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, she's, she's, uh, a bit messy in, in her dealings Yeah, with people. Um, it's an really, really interesting, interestingly written character. Um, uh, obviously I, I think so semi-autobiographical. Uh, I think it is, right? I think so. Um, I, I, I don't know for sure. I should look into that. But, Probably um, in the beginning, maybe not as much now. Maybe like that first. I feel like the first season for sure. I don't well, know. She's definitely don't not know. a Lyft driver in real life. She's, <laughs> she's yeah, well, that's, well past that's that not stage. happening now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it is interesting. Yeah, I think. I guess my point is like that they don't shy away from showing the more, you know, sort of difficult to like aspects of of her personal life and and the way she interacts with people yes yeah Um, that's been that's been refreshing like this whole daniel thing i don't know if i were daniel i I don't know if i'd be putting (laughs) up with all that had that been you you know like yeah yeah, had that been me someone oh i need to stay a little bit longer come on like it gets uncomfortable having someone in your space for that long even if you have he has a house so it's not terrible but they're still yeah that's a house it looks like it's not a huge house house. it's not huge i don't know it seemed like a house to me from the outside shots right no oh okay yeah maybe i wasn't that might have been when i was looking off to the side at my phone i mean it's not it's not huge but still like he has he has space where it would be like semi-comfortable to have someone sleeping there it's it's not like one bedroom then because he's right on the couch yeah they're not on top of each other but it's still a lot to have someone sleeping in your living room. That look, that that is tough. That that's tough, and you know, with with a good. I mean, it's there's so do there's doing that for a friend, for and then doing that for a friend you used to date seriously. Mm-hmm. That makes it even more complicated. It does make it more complicated. I mean, I'd have to say if it if it were me, and a friend was like, "Look, I have literally nowhere to go." I I would let them. I wouldn't turn them away in their hour of need. I. I yeah, I couldn't do that. So I'd let them stay, but I, I would need to go over with them a very clear plan of exactly how long it's going to be. What are the benchmarks going to be? Like, what are you doing to fix the situation? Because you this is temporary and I need very specific information. We might need to sit down and write stuff down on paper or like in an email, like an action plan. Because, yeah, like, wow. I mean... I mean, my place is like really small. You, you've seen it. Um, yeah. It 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 would get hectic. Like I I definitely just for my own mental emotional well being. Like I need to be able to just kind of get away and have my own personal mm-hmm. time. I pro- I may even need that more than most people. Um, but so I'll, I'm happy to help a good friend. But you know I I need to look out for myself as well. So that's. 
you know, and I've, I've, I've definitely, I've literally done that, you know, recently where I've had someone relatively recently stay at my place and for, you know, an indeterminate amount of time. And, you know, it was, a you know, it can be tough. So there's, you got to make sure you're working out your issues. I think my, my thing getting back to insecure is like, you need to have really clear communication and I think better communication than, than they're having. Um, her offering to help clean up and stuff like he came back and she was cleaning the kitchen. Um, and that was nice, you know, that she did that. It, it did take her friend telling her to do that in order for her to do that. yeah that that was my thing too it's like well what were you doing before yeah exactly were you just you were just yeah. sitting on your ass eating marshmallows and i don't know chocolate dipped marshmallows i don't think they showed that but right i like I, I like i like how they do it how she she's always looking they provide like the different viewpoints, right? Of a situation. She's looking at it as kind of like a shitty situation, but just thankful she has some place to stay. And mm-hmm. then her friend starts asking, are you paying? Are you paying this? Are you paying for that? Are you doing this? And everything is no. And then she's, you can tell she starts to feel more guilty and guilty, yeah. guiltier and guiltier. And her friend's like, oh, you're getting over. Are you, she's like, are you playing with pussy? And she's like, no, you're not even, not even having sex. And she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting over. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, that conversation. So yeah, that's between Issa and like her account, her friend who's an accountant she goes to for financial help. But she's like, well, you know, I guess you could be paying him a little bit more every month. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not paying him at all. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Are you cooking? Are you cleaning? No. Buying groceries? No. What are are you doing? doing? (laughs) I mean, I guess to be fair, she is working a lot. If she has the day job still, then also Lyft driving. Yeah, it it is. Okay, that's true. But she is working a lot. She may but, not just she may not be there that much, right? But then she getting mad because he's you know having sex with ladies in the apartment. Yeah, you can't get mad about that. Exactly, it's his place. Yeah, um, but that was good. Like I did, and it was funny. I think it was in the first episode where they're like, she tried to like I don't know, if, and I don't know if this is a thing. It might be like it with Lyft. Like I don't, I don't do the Lyft or Uber thing uh, in New York because it seems like, you know, there's cabs everywhere anyway. But um, yeah, uh, is it a thing where if I guess if you agree to allow them to pick up more than one people on the more than one person on the way, it's cheaper. Is it is. It is. Is it called That's something not... different? Because mm. they were like, no, this U- is the Uber. It's an Uber pool and Lyft. Right. It's a Lyft line. Okay. Um, I never heard of that party lift that they were talking about. Well, they did. They have. They didn't have liquor in the car, did they? But like, what, no. Like, so yeah. So how was it a party? With just the like Capri Sun. No, she had some extra shit. They were. Uh, they they well, trying to put people in good moods. I, I mean, I didn't know how it turned into party lift myself. Well, the the thing is, the guy start. The guy is like, oh, it's a party. Okay, he starts cracking open a blunt, right. and then they're like, and no, no, no. Not that kind of party. (laughs) I'm like, well, then what kind of a party is this? No liquor, no weed. Okay, music that's louder than usual, maybe. Okay. People in a good mood. Two beautiful women sitting in the front smiling. Okay, that's nice. But then... Yeah, I didn't didn't understand that. (laughs) Shit. 
This is like a pizza party. Like, no food. A pizza, a pizza party. <laughs> Got Capri Sun, some fruit snacks up there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, She's trying, I guess. Yeah. It's it's a hard job. Yeah, it is. But overall, I, so far, I like this season, I guess. I, I mean, I've appreciated the, the previous seasons, and I think I enjoyed them more. But this one just got started. So we'll, we'll see. Nothing. Um, Nothing that like is making me mad about it, really. I felt sort of bad for Daniel in that situation when he was at the the club, yeah. um, dealing dealing with. Well, before that, he was dealing with flaky people. That guy always promising to set up that meeting with this, you know, right. with the hot rapper of the moment, and always follow, <laughs> always being like, "Oh, I can't do it," or "Oh, he can't do it." For some whatever, whatever reason, it just never happens. And then Daniel, and you know, it was kind of nice. Issa's like, just go do it. Just go talk to him. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. But then to also to see his... such and such. Yeah. But then to see his friend that he used to be making music where he's like, I taught that guy. And now he's producer for this and this. And he's like, and what am I doing? Look at me. I was like, damn, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was harsh. Yeah. She's like, well, just go work with him. Like, what's it? Swallow your pride and, like, don't be so prideful and just be like, yeah, what's up? I don't remember the guy's name, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe I will come there. Because the guy was being really friendly. He's like, you should come to the studio, hang out, you know, just play me some of your stuff. And Daniel's right. like, nah. You gotta take those opportunities. You gotta say, again, yes and. You gotta yes right. and that shit. None of this shit is guaranteed. Exactly. You never know. You got. You gotta. You know, if this guy, this is somebody you know, you gotta use that. Don't just. You know. Don't be salty or resentful or whatever. Yeah. Like, man, he, he passed me over. But. A certain resentment. You could feel like maybe a sense of entitlement or just like it could just be awkwardness. Maybe like you know, you could just be insecure. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, oh. I see what they did there. See, but as as you know, like just because I did really know, like, like Issa so, encouraging him, though you know, yeah, that that was, that was that was really cool, and he's getting frustrated. He's like, yeah, I was, I made that beef with Ty Dolla Sign, but it didn't make the album, you know, like all these mm -hmm. things. But like, as you know, as we both have experienced in life, just because maybe your stuff is better or you think you're more skillful, that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to make it to the top. Somebody else, maybe they know the right person or just, right. you know, all it, all it takes is like one little thing. And yeah, maybe, so many... maybe he is better. Maybe his production is better, but he didn't, you know, he's not making it like his friend is. And he's, you know... Yeah, there's so many variables that go into success or uh, getting work in a create in any creative field um that you need to maximize everything and it's yeah it's like going back to what we we're talking about about yes anding and like you gotta you gotta even if it's like nah, i don't i don't i don't want to work with this this guy who is this kid like no, right. you, you, you yeah. lost. You already lost. Just go get go to lift.com and sign up to be a driver because <laughs> if that is your attitude. Even if it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, we like this little production you make. Can you make a jingle for this Burger King commercial? Yes. No, 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 I don't want to do that. Oh, just go ahead nah, and make a jingle for Burger King. Corporate America, Burger King, right. poison to that? No. Um, yeah, you, you, I, I, look, I, well, you can, maybe, maybe you can do that. Um, but you're making you're making it a lot harder on yourself by turning down stuff like that. 
Um, it's not Im- impossible to make it completely on your terms. It's just right. You're right. You're 100 percent right. But Daniel, yeah, you know, to speak against what he's doing on his terms is not. It's just not working. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you gotta try something different. Yeah, like how many years you've been doing it this way, and are you where you want to be? Um, right. You know, you only live. You only live once. Like. I mean, it's hard to make that determination of like, you know, because, okay, it's not working for him, but this is whatever lane he's in or whatever workflow he has. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's you get comfortable with these things and maybe a little complacent. And if you're not adaptable, you can get stuck and left behind. But uh, like, I don't I don't know what they've done in the show. Does like does he get any work? I can't, I can't tell. I'm not sure. I think I, I feel like, um, he has a job as like a studio engineer as well. Okay. For some reason, I feel that like he has like an engineering, like he has a job that does pay him, but he really wants to be doing the production thing full time. But I I don't know if that's, I don't even know where I got that from. I don't know if that's true or not. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i just made that up but yeah. yeah that's that's what it seems like but he has done some stuff with people because he was when him and Issa hooked up when she cheated on lawrence and whatever episode that was because he was in the studio i think he had just worked with somebody oh, i don't know if he was right. engineering yeah. the album or if he was just there as a producer or whatever it was so i mean he does get some work but right right uh did they hook up in the studio yeah that was yeah. That was season two, I think. Um, okay, yeah. That I mean, there's a lot of expensive equipment in there. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, <laughs> you know, you're gonna break something. And then what? I think now, they were what? on the couch. I think they're on the couch. Well, people got to come sit on the couch. Like you, know, you have Ty Dolla Sign in there on that couch. Like, what is that smell? Mm. Oh, mm. Um, mm. it's. Uh, uh, I had a guy have a croque monsieur. It's the Gruyere cheese. That, okay, now I'm getting really nasty. Mm. Uh, Gruyere so. is the croque monsieur. Now you're making me hungry. Mm. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was on. I my thing. I was on YouTube is like looking for like different cooking shows. Like it is. It is like I like like these low budget like someone who like has a dream of being like a Rachel Ray type, and so they set up a YouTube channel. And okay. with their own cooking shows, they might buy like an expensive camera. And like, there's this one channel where this guy cooks like using just the tools they had in like 1700s America. And he makes like all these old school dishes and shit in like a big, like steel pot. Um, wow. And, and then there's this one woman who uh, just makes stuff in her, her own kitchen, like real basic stuff, like ants on a log um, and, and like French fries. Ants on a log? <laughs> I don't know. It's my thing. I but again, like I like see for me, my appreciation of, of creatives, I like really like I like getting on the ground floor with something. Like I like knowing about good shit early on. I like seeing the the path that you know people take as they become successful, you know. I just find right. it interesting. So I like watching these like DIY like YouTube. There's this one channel of this dude who is like a British guy who moved to Japan for some reason and he's just like how do like each episode is like a different aspect of Japanese culture and like him adapting to it. 
And it, like, really, all you need is like, just smile a lot, have an upbeat personality, yes, and things. Don't be, <laughs> don't be negative, and you could be a success. Like, I don't know. I've considered. I don't know what I would do on a YouTube show. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe night going around the Lower East Side at bars, but then you know, can't really have people on camera like that. Anyway, right. Anyway, so we both both like insecure. <laughs> yes, yes. We're looking we're looking forward to the continue. I didn't realize Lawrence wasn't coming back. That's disappointing for me. However, right. I will still watch. Yes, uh, cool. I will continue to watch. I, I got to say, like I, one of my favorite aspects of the show is Issa Issa Rae's smile, because um, she was smiling a lot <laughs> in in the club and like trying to encourage him and stuff, and like that. She's got a fucking great smile. I really got to say, like that would she does cheer have me a up. Wonderful that would cheer, cheer me up as I was watching it. I was like, yeah, Daniel, listen to her. She's trying to help out. You go talk to that guy. <laughs> go talk to him. Go do it. I loved how it was. It was perfect. Um, I feel like this is what her original YouTube show was based off of, like mm-hmm. these awkward, awkward interactions. It was wonderfully awkward. The, like the four, the three of them and the four of them when he was talking to Spider and that guy that they knew. Oh, oh it yeah. was so beautifully awkward. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is real life, though. And the, the really dude Spider's is. just like, and so. so okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this is terrible to say, but they're almost lucky in shot at the club. Yeah. <laughs> it helps get out of that awkward scenario. Right. Oh, it was lovely. But that's you know, that's that's where I think the writing is really perfect. It's like it's so it's so real and so accurate to right. life. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. That shit would not be smooth at all in real life. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, okay, so I don't know. I don't don't think we're gonna have time to do the old school visceralist review might save that for next time um who doesn't love the old school visceralist reviews should i do maybe, it? maybe if people don't know about it they don't they don't love it maybe not okay fuck it I'll, I'll i'll do it i think we can do it relatively quick then we can wrap up um so uh, Visceralist Podcast is an outshoot of overall Visceralist uh, LLC empire, uh, which started with a, uh, a website <clears throat> that I started called Visceralist.com, um, which I started as a uh, just a way to sort of practice writing comedy primarily because um, I was really starting to get into it. Uh, and yeah, it was 10 years ago. Um, and I framed it as a bar review website of bars in the East Village, Lower East Side in Williamsburg, uh, New York, uh, where with each post, I would do a review of a bar uh, based on categories, uh, the same categories for each bar, um, which I don't know how I came up with this concept. The New York Times does have a, a, a I think, once a month column called Boats. Uh, which is basically the same idea. They have like certain, they do like a, a basic overall review of the bar in a couple paragraphs. And then they do like different categories, like, you know, how expensive is it, uh, type of crowd, et cetera. Uh, but I didn't, I actually didn't know. It seems like this is a ripoff of that, 
New York Times lawyers. It's not because uh, I was not aware of Boat until well after I, I was doing visceralbus.com. But anyway, um, but the point is like I and I usually would do it just to, to kind of not really talk shit, sort of playfully talk shit about bars, but also just crack jokes. And so, um, you know, I sent you the link to my review of Beverly's, which is my favorite bar in the city. And as I was rereading it as well, I was like, first of all, don't ever go back and look, like look back at some creative thing you've done from like five years ago. Because uh, I'm like, oh my god, why did I write that joke? Is that a joke? What is that? Um, is that, that's got to be a typo. The whole thing is a typo. Um, I, God, what did I, I? I ended one with "Go die somewhere." God, that's so harsh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. So. That is really harsh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mean it. So, also, I have the address wrong. But I oh, I didn't notice that. For the Beverly's review, I have it between the wrong streets. Oh God, this is a, this is just a mess. Anyway, I will. I the theory listener or the thought listeners for this new segment was to do um, a similar review, but in podcast form uh, for a new bar in the Lower East Side. Um, it's called Boys Don't Cry. Uh, which it's actually right next to Scars Pizza. I don't know. I don't know if you've walked by it. I guess it's only been open maybe four or five months. Um, it's I, low, right? It's below street level. You go in and go down. No, no, it's it's oh. street level. So then I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Is it I a neon? Is it a neon sign? The sign is blue neon. Yes. Okay, so I got that right. But the sign yeah. is low. The sign is it's a low sign. <laughs> It might be a low sign. Something's I don't, I don't low. Remember. Something is low. I know it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, there's like a, there's like one of those street like access basement access grates that you can open up. But no, that's not part of the bar. Uh, okay then. I don't. I don't know. It's and it's. It's actually kind of like a restaurant. I mean, it takes its name from, um, I think, a line from a Smith song, I want to say, or a Cure song or something. So I like I immediately am thinking like, oh, okay, hipster bar, cool. Um, right. But I go in and like, um, first of all, it's way too bright. It's way too bright in there for like a hipster bar. Secondly, it's it's sort of like a restaurant. I think like they only have small, small plates, small bites. Um, okay. And, and a few different, they have a couple beers on top and then regular bar stuff. Um, it was decent. Oh, they were showing a movie on a big TV screen at the bar. That's right. Which is kind of a hipster bar thing to do. Yeah. People like to do that. Right. They were showing uh, no country for old men. Ah, good uh, great movie. Uh, so I was watching that. Um, all right, let me start this off. So the first segment, the first category I would always do with my bar reviews is called bathroom situation, um, which I did find as I got was getting commentary or feedback on the website. A lot of the women who would tell who would comment on my the, the visceralist.com would say, "I love that you put the ba- the bathroom situation up top, like the first priority because." You know, as women, a lot of times women have to worry about like, is it going to be really nasty in the bathroom? Like, is there going to be mm. a long wait? If you know, right? You know that that sort of thing. So, um, 
I will say, and actually, I this was like, so I would actually go to these bars, and I would usually take a photo of of the bathroom, um, and use that as the the photo for the post. Um, and I, I did that in this case. It please don't cry as well. So that'll be, I'll see if I can incorporate that somehow. Um, but fuck, I don't know if this is gonna work as a segment. Cause okay, you so want to think, think about it? You want to go for it? Go for it? Let me just do this one. I'll just talk okay. about the bathroom. Okay, this because my concern is my concern with bathrooms is like wait, I get too impatient. I don't want to have to wait for the bathroom. And you know, some places have only one bathroom for everybody. Yeah, um, which is really can get really annoying, especially like if the bar is crowded. I think there's like a law, like New York law, is like the number of seats you have determines how many bathrooms you're required to have. Oh, uh, okay. I was I was trying to figure out what it was. It was so you think it's number of seats? I heard. I think I heard that somewhere years and years ago. Okay. That, that would like, make sense. Because, because some small small places that sell like I don't know snacks or co- small coffee shops don't have any bathrooms that are open to the public, but that might be if they only have like three tables or no tables. Right. <clears throat> so I think well, that's you could do the uh yeah, I think yeah, I don't know if it's based off the number of seats or the capacity, right? Or overall capacity. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably so yeah, those are probably correlated in any way. Um, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, this this place had two two single person units, which I love. I think that's I think uh-huh. two, I, mean, I think having three, two or three, that are both that are unisex, right? So anyone can. Yeah, I, I like. I think that's the best. Just have single person bathrooms. Bang, bang, bang. Two or three, and you'll be done. Three would be ideal in most cases, uh, but bare minimum two. And so this place has has two, and I got to say they're actually really nice. Like, clearly are cleaned on a regular basis. Um, like nice, it's classy. They did it classy, you know. They classed it up. Um, they have like like the nice fancy paper towels, if I remember correctly. Oh, like pointed. They might have even had some incense in there. Ah, yeah, they're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, next segment crowded on the weekends. I don't know. I didn't go on the weekend. Seating, neighborhood. Yeah, this is a lot. I'm already kind of fizzling out. <laughs> okay, well let's let's reassess that. We can maybe reconfigure that, retool that a little bit. Okay. Um, or, maybe, or maybe just go back to our conspiracy segment and forget this ever happened. Um, mm. But no, I, I don't know. I like it. I think there's some potential here, but I might need to retool it a little bit. Just you know, like how. The, okay, so if, if they have a desktop is, version of a website, but then a mobile version is a little different. Like I think can't would, do this would straight you, up. Would you go back? Okay, that's a good question. Um, would I go? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And actually, they had a they have like a really eclectic menu for food. And they have a Mapo tofu on it, which seemed kind of out of place. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a it's a Chinese dish that you find it usually at Sichuan um, restaurants. Oh, so it's uh, like a spicy tofu. It's it's spicy tofu mixed with uh, it's, it's like a sp- spicy sort of broth with um, like tofu. Sometimes they'll have ground pork as well. 
Uh, Mission Chinese makes an excellent, excellent version of it. Um, but it's something that some, you know, cheap Chinese takeout places have as well. Um, okay. But it's, I've been wanting to try that. So, yes, I would go back to try that. It's it's pretty chill vibe. Um, there's not a lot of seats. The bar area is actually pretty small. Um, mm. So that that's something. So is it more of a restaurant or a bar? I think it's... Primarily restaurant. I think it's primarily restaurant because the, the uh, okay. space they allocate for the for like sit down, have a waiter come, take your order, etc., is is bigger than the bar area. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, probably restaurant. I don't know. I thought it was just a bar. That's why I went in. I'm not going to some restaurant at least not by myself, um, unless it's Mission Chinese. Uh, mm. But they but they have delivery now, so I don't know. Um, I may be getting that later today we'll see but <laughs> i like that later today yeah it's nice so you would go back yes okay um but probably just just i only, i only see going back one maybe once just to try that mapo to- tofu because i'm curious about it um so we'll see and that's it no more return um, visits after that no 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 no, I, it, it would actually probably be a good date spot, like a good sort of first date spot. Ah, okay. So I might recommend it in that capacity. Um, uh, yeah, sort of off the grid, out of the way. Probably won't be too crowded. I don't think too many people know about it. Um, but it is in an area that gets a lot of foot traffic. So... I don't know. It'll sink or, sink or swim. Like, there's definitely going to be enough people looking in, considering it. That blue neon down That's by right. the feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice and low. low. Nice yeah. and low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, low. I don't know. Maybe uh, well, maybe when I go back, I'll see if, well, if I can figure out what you're talking about. And I'll okay. <laughs> If there's any low lowness to, to the signage or or Some, the rest something of- is low, I got a low feeling about it. I, a, <laughs> I just remember. I got a low feeling about it. That's yeah, great. I don't know. There's something something low. No, I know it. what you. I know what you're talking about. I do know because, like, yeah, some bars you step have to step down a little bit. Some will yeah. actually just be below, like. The regular street level stuff like yeah no right. i get it this is not low that's what no, you're trying to say no, your low feeling your lodar <laughs> is, is My malfunctioning. Lodar is yeah. okay all right Let's do some re- recalibration later today <laughs> yeah well you recalibrate that i'll recalibrate this segment to see if we can do it again got it <laughs> We can do this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, any closing thoughts? Um, you know, eat something green. Eat something green. Yep. Eat something old, green today. Be all got right. Got a whole day ahead of me. Uh, I have a friend visiting from out of town later, so maybe. Yeah, we're gonna have some green stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll go to Mission. <laughs> oh, that idea. You could old standby. We'll standby. That's right. All right, episode 55, we out. Not saying me out.